0: Hey guys, thanks for kicking on play and welcome to a serious conversation. Hey everybody, happy Monday and welcome to a new episode of a serious conversation with Shewa. And today, the shout out goes out to... Every single one of you, I just want to say thank you so much for listening to my podcast and we're almost at 500 plays. So please keep listening and please keep sharing to your friends and family. I appreciate all of you so much. So guys, as you can see from the title today, we're going to be talking about the Amazon Prime show called The Boys. As just as I let you guys know, you're not in this alone. This show is actually the bomb. I watched it last year as soon as it came out and it was so good and season 2 just started coming out um, last week I think and it's so worth it like season 2 is such a mind and I just want to say I cannot wait to come back and do a part 2 of this show when the season 2 is done with so let's get right into it. The boy season 1 welcomes you to a world of superheroes, but it's not your PG-13 Avengers and DC characters that you're used to. Things get really dark and extremely gory, although you don't have to worry and hold your hand through it. So, first we meet Huey Campbell, who is a mild-mannered, electronic salesman and he's got a pretty great girlfriend called robin and they're really happy together and you think that oh this girl is going to be like a really important character in the show but she gets run over by a speedster who is basically their flash i guess And getting hit by a speedster is like getting hit by a train which is why oh my god which is why his name is a train I cannot believe it took me over a year to get that. Anyways, this is very scary for poor Huey and like anybody that was on the street that the blood and guts got on. But the superhero just gives a standard corporate apology, imagine, and then offered him a small settlement if he signs a non-disclosure. As if if they give him money, it's gonna bring his dead girlfriend back to life. Anyways, Huey doesn't sign it yet. So the next day, his life changes when he meets Billy Butcher, who claims to be an FBI agent that curses a lot, guys. Like a lot. A lot. I'm not even joking. Anyways, he claims to be an FBI agent that has a special task force that brings the soups to justice. That's what they call superheroes guys. I know the lingo now. Anyways, apparently in this universe, superheroes are like mega celebrities and not just for fighting crimes but they also star in movies, they have brand deals and they're basically influencers in Nigeria. So they get up to all sorts of bad things also but it's often swept under the rug because... Money and there's also a superhero mega corporation called Void and they manage like hundreds of little heroes across the country But the big money makers are the seven They are basically the Justice League and we have Homelander. He's the leader of the group He's based on Superman. Basically. He has the powers of fight He has no vulnerability, he has super strength, he has x-ray vision, and he has heat rays. We also have Queen Maeve, who is basically the Wonder Woman of the group. She is also a senior member. She has super strength. uh, She has excellent fighting abilities and invulnerability, which means, bro, you can show a girl at her. It's not just gonna do nothing. (laughs) Next, we have The Deep who is their aquaman is an instagram friendly superhero basically capable of communicating with fish and manipulating water and he feels right at home in the scene next we have a train who is as fast as the flash i guess but he also feels the pressure of being a member of the seven and takes extreme measures to keep his place which we're going to talk about later next we have starlight who is the new I'm not going to talk about that, I'm going to talk about it later. Then we have Translator, who is a superhero with special carbon skin and he's both impenetrable and invisible. And then we also have Black Noir, who is actually a mysterious but funny character that we don't really see as much as would like. So that's basically The Seven. So one of The Seven, who is Lamplighter, just retired, So the search for his replacement is on, which is when we meet Annie, who is a small town superhero from Iowa, who goes by the name Starlight. I told you we're going to call her Starlight. She's called Starlight because she has light beam powers, and she's chosen to be one of the seven overnights, and she's now one of the most famous people on the planet. On her first night, she meets The Deep, who I said is the alpha man of the group. He was her favorite superhero growing up. But you know how they say, don't meet your heroes? Well, this is one of the situations because he immediately demands sexual favors and and gives her the whole, Hey, you gotta do what I say or I'll have you kicked out of the team. Ugh, men. Ew. Anyway, so the whole situation is freaking awful, but I'm sure not all superheroes can be bad, right? I mean, definitely not Homelander. Who's the Superman type that fights for truth and justice the whole American way, right? Wrong. Well... Publicy is actually a person of heroism but being basically a girl has given him like zero regard for human life. In fact, he enjoys killing people. He's kind of a psychopath if you think about it. He has a handler in voice that is Madeline Stilwell who is a pretty high up executive. And when the mayor of Baltimore tries to lowball a deal with her because he knows some of the dirty secrets, Homelander pays a visit to his plane while he's on it and laser eyes it to crash the pain. Yep, we have an evil Superman on our hands, which is gonna be scary. So, Billy Butcher has a plan, which is to get Huey to go in for a personal apology from A-Train and sign the NDA and then plant a bug on the table. Is right? Wrong. See, because he's no master spy, he legit dropped the bug while he was getting it out of his pocket. And guess who is in the bathroom when this happens? No one but the invisible man translucent who then follows him back to work and beats the living daylight out of him. I'm not even joking. Imagine fighting with someone you cannot see. Anyways, before Translucent kills him, Billy Butcher shows up, crashes in with his car, ready to fight the superheroes. But, like I said, it's really hard to fight someone you can't see. But together, they manage to electrocute him and take him down. So when this happened, Hugh was then so excited. He was like, oh my god, Translucent tried to kill us. We gotta call this in. Call the FBI. And, then, and this is when Billy Butcher confesses that he's actually not working with the FBI and technically they just committed a crime because they just electrocuted one of the seven most famous people in the world. So Butcher recruits one of his old friends called Frenchie, who is my favorite character by the way, who is apparently a mad genius superhero killer. But unfortunately for Demo, like I said, Translucent has diamond skin and it's basically impenetrable and nothing can kill him but finally Frenchie figures out the way but finally Frenchie figures out his skin may be impenetrable, but if you shove a bomb up his ass yeah that will probably do the trick which is what they are about which is what they are about to do so Charles said, starts talking and tells them all about a train's secret but he almost escapes, and Huey has to decide if he's gonna be a killer. But he's about to let Translucent go. Then he remembers what Adrian did to his girlfriend, and then, boom, blows him up. And this is a very gory scene, guys. There is blood and guts and brain everywhere. Then the picture then goes and. Called an old friend that we know as Mother's Milk or MM. I don't know why they call him Mother's Milk, honestly, but that's his name. Anyways, he's reluctantly he joins the team now because he's got a serious girlfriend. So he joins the group and the boys are back together. Not like they were together before, but you know, you get the gist. Fun fact about the boys. Or rather about me is that when i was going like when i was about to watch it i thought the boys was going to be like the name of the superhero group but it's actually about the boys are about to bring the superheroes down who would have thought anyways i think i should have watched the train first but i did not think of that anyways now the information they got about a train from translated was about his secret girlfriend Popclaw. She's actually like a dealiest superhero that was famous years ago for her sexy movie. So here we manages to hack into the cameras in our apartment. So the boys are watching when A-Train comes over and then they're doing a drug called Compound V, which is a super steroid that a train apparently needs to win his big race to prove that he's still the fastest man alive even if there's another superhero that is as fast as he is whatever the boys are about to infiltrate pop house when he sees starlight and then he turns out he knows her because they had this random meet cute on a park bench and she's actually very happy to hang out with a normal guy because being in the seven has continued to be a disappointment like even the fighting the crime and saving people theoretically the whole point is basically all staged just for social media like which is basically like real life that we live in but i'm not going to talk about that now anyways we the speed star race, you know the one a train has been juicing for actually kind of anticlimactic because you know they do just one lap and their speed stars so it's like over in like seconds. But A-Train wins because you know he's juicing and the boys weren't able to steal his compound V. But Popclaw has some in her apartment and she's doing it and getting all jacked up and just then Her landlord comes over to collect the rent. They've worked out an arrangement when he gets to live out his superhero sexual fantasies. It's a really messed up scene because since she's all jacked up on compound V, she loses control and accidentally kills this guy. Guys, she legit crushes his skull, But... That's good news for the boys because they've got some serious backmail on her now and they get her to tell them everything she knows about Compound V and they go to the spot where Adrian picks it up but then they realize there's something else locked up in there and it's a young woman. So Frenchie decides to let the afraid looking woman out but turns out that she was actually locked up for good reason because she also has superhero powers and she's a feral crazed killer. Anyway Frenchie thinks that he can reach out with kindness even though he, as he keeps trying she keeps proving to be unreachable. And then M.M. and Frenchie have a big fight and the boys are about to disband. You know how when in series or movies when the group of friends fight somebody always steps up and gives this arousing speech and blah 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 and just like sinks into everybody and they all mesh that's what happened billy butcher gives the funniest like the funniest pep talks of all time it literally goes into like deep detail about the spice girls and about how their solo careers have been since the band broke up so basically he compared themselves to the spice girls and the moral of the story that being apart they were useless but together they were unstoppable so there's a big problem between a train and because now she's just a liability that killed her landlord so he kills her and made it look like an overdose he loves her though but he killed her i don't get that but on the plus side for him he goes through a security camera and catches frenchy so then the seven send black noir to hunt frenchy down like I said, Black Noir is actually a very funny minor character because he never says anything and he doesn't take off his mask. But he's actually in a bunch of hilarious random scenes and when he's about to kill Frenchie, he's saved by that feral girl that he saved and we have a bit of a superhero fight but Black Noir wins and it looks like he has killed her but she has regeneration powers so she's good. <laughs> so back to vote. they have a goal now that is to get superheroes into the military and get those sweet military contacts but the politicians are against it so when a great opportunity arises when a plane is hijacked on international waters if they can go save it it's go a long way for the public so Homelander and Queen Maeve fly up to the sky, get on the plane and tells everybody, don't worry, we got this, we're gonna save you, blah blah blah. But when they get into the cockpit, Homelander gets a little trigger-happy with his laser eyes and totally wrecks the controls. Oops! Queen Maeve is then like, hey, do that Superman thing where you get under the plane and fly to safety. But then he's like, yo, that's not how physics works. And actually that was a really funny scene But like people died I guess it's not that funny So since there's nothing they can do about it They the plane crash Which is kind of like spilt milk for Homelander like He legit does not care about human lives. I kid you not. Now Annie and Huey start dating and it's really falling for her but Butcher insists that he bugs her phone so he does so they go on a date to believe expo which is like a big Jesus fest and as a good Christian girl Starlight did a bunch of those growing up especially because she was pressured by her mom who is a classic pageant. Mm but with a refreshing perspective about how awful a lot of things are in the world behind the scenes she realizes that this brand of christianity is all about homophobia and hate which is not what christianity is about so when is her turn to make a big praise jesus speech she just can't do it instead she has a real heart-to-heart talk calling out the deep but sexually harassing her on her first day of work she did have a conversation with him by the way earlier where she put him in his space And can I say yes, girl? Because it takes a lot to stand up to your abuser. And somehow the deep transition into this comic relief character. He had this wacky side adventure <laughs> when he tried to release a dolphin from Ocean World, but there was no seatbelt in the truck. So the dolphin flew out of the window. And then after his public sexual harassment scandal is unofficially demoted from the seven and then sent to Sandusky Ohio where he tries to also rescue a lobster but also gets it killed so I think he should just take the saving drowning humans and let the animal world be also the reason he never takes off his best is because he got like super gross fins like that's like the nastiest thing to see next to a set of apps I'm just saying in my opinion anyways we leave him in a- hire a broken man who is shaving his head while crying. Poor guy, but not really, kind of deserved it. Anyways, back to the Believe Expo. It's led by a Christian superhero called Ezekiel who's got stretchy arms like Mr. Fantastic in Fantastic Four. But like most superheroes in this show and real-life celebrity preachers, he's a huge hypocrite and the boys are gonna blackmail him too. So, here he goes in for a private baptism button, but he's never blackmailed anyone before and at first it doesn't really go so well but eventually gets the hang of it and soon learns that compound V is being given to babies to turn them into super heroes. Dun, dun, dun. This leads to wonderful fighting where Butcher uses the laser eyes of a baby as a weapon. No jokes, guys. That legit happened in this show. This show is just vibes. It runs of just vibes. I love it. So this is when the boys find out this isn't new. In fact, no superheroes were actually born naturally. They were all made this way. Even a homelander whose all-American backstory is a complete fabrication because he was raised in a lap and this actually explains his weird relationship with Madeline because it's somewhat sexual but also kind of murdering because she's like who's my good boy? It's weird basically and it's made weirder because she just had a real life baby and home Nanda is like super jealous of it super jealous of him baby. Now the feral girl that Frenchie saved is less feral but she actually cannot talk so they bring a mind-reading superhero called Mesber who was a big child star. Long story short they get him to read the girl's mind and they find out her name is Kimiko and turns out she was drafted into a people's liberation army so basically she's a terrorist so they now understand void plan to create superpower terrorists, so that the government will allow the superheroes into the military to let them fight so now they figure this out they have enough evidence to bring to the feds and apparently it's Butcher actually has a CIA contact even though he was reluctant to use her but they want to take down Voort to expose the whole conspiracy but it's too late because another super villain terrorist has emerged thanks to Voort and the government needs Voort to bring it down. So the government brushes through the bill letting Homelander into the army which means he can slaughter terrorists as gruesomely as a want. throughout the show like we all think that Madeline. well i thought Madeline was the actor of the whole supervillain conspiracy but it turns out it was actually homelander that was in charge of the whole thing so so now that the void investigation is shut down this leaves the voice high and dry especially because mesmer just went and blabbed to homelander and now homelander already knows who exactly they are so he goes to meet starlight and oh your new boyfriend's the villain who's been using you in fact it's also the one that killed trans and then homelander wants to arrest him so starlight goes to meeting us and then he was like no i'm sorry i was kind of using you but i actually do love you but we're actually the good guys and the real villains are what." And the other superheroes then he explains all they found out to her but she's not ready to hear this here but she confronts her mom and then she finds out that actually she wasn't chosen by god to be a superhero she was just in- injected with sketchy drugs and her whole life has been a lie the other boys get caught but huey has got a plan to save them by smuggling him in his seventh grade retainer so they can break out i don't know he's short-lived but starlight comes to save them and she comes in full superhero mood and she gives this corny line like he said, I'm a superhero. But then A-Train shows up and it's like a huge superhero fight and he's it, really fast but I guess it's not fight less. But then again, I guess it is because, you know, he's on drugs because he knocks her down. And he's about to kill Huey but because he has been juicing too hard. He has a heart attack. So Huey was then like... I know he wants to kill me, but we are the good guys, so let's call him an ambulance. This guy, I can't even. Meanwhile, Billy Butcher has his own solo mission. It turns out that his beef with Homelander is actually really personal. So we get a flashback to when he was like shaved and he had a wife named Becca and they were very much in love. She worked for Vot as Homelander's social media manager. But eight years ago, she mysteriously disappeared and according to the evidence they found, Homelander had raped and killed her. But now Homelander investigates by talking to the old doctor that raised him because he knew he didn't kill Becca so what happened to her? So it turns out that she got pregnant with Homelander's baby but she couldn't survive the birth and Bot swept it under the rug to protect Homelander but now Butcher has captured Madeline to lure Homelander out and he's like "He killed the woman I loved and I'm gonna kill the woman you loved. <sighs> Man and their ego. Anyways, Oumada is like, bro, love is very strong word for a mere mother who has been lying to me because apparently he asked her about Butcher's wife and she lied to him. He kills the one person that he maybe sort of kind of cared about by lasering her in the face. Is there a word, lasering? I'm not sure. You guys should let me know. Anyways, Butcher realized that he has lost all his cards and builds and decides to build himself up but He survives this because homelander grabs him and flew him to safety he's like hey man i want you to see this you're gonna flip turns out that his son survived and then we see a mini homelander that's being raised by his mom becca butcher yup the woman that he had dedicated his entire life to is alive and well and this ladies and gentlemen is how this is one of the boys end honestly the boys is actually a really really great show in my opinion i'm not going to lie i like how it's kind of saying that celebrity think that they can do anything they want and get away with it i get the message it was trying to pass out it was really really good and I really liked it. So guys, that's all for today's episode. I really hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, make sure to take a screenshot of the seventh minute of this episode. A lot of you have not gonna be taking screenshots nowadays. I guess you don't want the shout-out anymore. But if you do, take a screenshot on the seventh minute. Share it on your Instagram or Twitter. Tag me to get a shout-out in the next episode. And also to get a chance to recommend a series for me to watch and review. Make sure you also subscribe to the podcast on whichever app you're listening to. And if you're an Apple podcast listener, make sure you give the show a five-star rating and a good review. It's really helped me out, guys. I appreciate sure you guys so much. Talk to you soon. Bye.